Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zancy Weber, the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my colleagues from across the sea. One who likes to subsidise the heck out of everything, and one who should want to subsidise the heck out of everything. No. <laughs> Never <laughs> comes the cry. That was a very obvious one that I appreciate. I like knowing where I stand. Um, I'm the leader that can't ever look upon the portrait of myself for I will gain all the years that I have ignored aging. Cause I'm like, it's me, Dorian Gray, except Sebastian from the United States of world America. Hi. Hello. Seth. <laughs> I was struggling and I looked up and there's a picture on the wall and I just went with Dorian Gray. As you were saying that I couldn't help but think of the giant portrait of Vigo. For I can never look upon my portrait or my face will age. Or you will, or you will become yourself. <laughs> you will be forever entrapped in your own hypnotic gaze. It's a genuine risk. <laughs> and I am Andrew Schossler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, each week we deal with a political issue that is assaulting one of our... Uh, virtual nations that are hosted on nationstate.net that we have to try and solve while maintaining our own political ideals. I've actually got a bit of a doozy this week. Ooh. A doozy. Is it a, is it a doozy like that's good for like the end of the episode doozy or a doozy that you want to get just like pull the bandage off? Oh, it could be. It's not pressing in any way. It's just big. My issue is also... A doozy. And no. I will go first. Yeah. My, mine's not a doozy. Mine's just people being stupid. <laughs> Immigrants import homeland rivalries. After a series of bloody wars between the nations of Maxtopia and North Bigtopia, fights have broken out in the streets between immigrants and Zanestralia who mm. came from the warring nations. Of course. Because it's not enough that they got away from the war. They have to bring it all with them. Quite right. Also, Zanestralia has... Yeah recently opened its borders literally to anyone. To absolutely anyone under any circumstances. Yep. And then we will pay you to leave if you wish to leave. I think I had this issue, but like first 10 weeks of the show long, a, a while ago, yeah. And I just killed every immigrant. It's not an option, <laughs> but we are, you know, promoted the executioner and just said- Volinos are a major cause of civil disturbances begins Mike Graves, whose opinions form the book 101 Arguments for Slavery. <laughs> what should we do is to make all the immigrants, foreigners, and non-natives in Australia folks slaves? I mean, who in Australia would like, wouldn't like a minority slave group to do his bidding? Imagine, people could be bought and sold over the internet. Were we talking about this last week? 
That took a turn that I wasn't expecting. That right out of the gate, just like, hmm, I, our immigrants are, are not getting along. Let's uh, enslave let's them. Let's enslave them. <laughs> I mean, that will teach them not to ignore orders. <laughs> I guess. It's not the no, solution, but it's a solution. Just turn them against you instead <laughs> of against each other. Uniting two races to put an end to one. I mean, mathematically speaking, that's the most humane option. No, it's not. Okay, in any yeah, sense of the word. You check the math, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, don't we have the internet over here. We can we can Google things. We've got an abacus. We can work out what two plus one was that what it was? I wasn't paying attention. Option number two. I am shocked and appalled at what my colleague is suggesting, exclaims Sophie Mulcair, president of the Civil Rights Union of Zane Australia. Slavery? We should we should punish these offenders, yes, but send them to rehabilitation centres instead. As for ethnic squabbles, programmes in schools should begin to stop these racist attitudes in childhood. All it will take is some slight fortification to the education budget. Hear, hear. I don't think the problem is with kids fighting in the streets. Uh, kids, and kids generally don't have political opinions. Yeah. Uh, or s- cultural you know, decades long, generations long. Uh, they don't fight quibbles. wars. Yeah. Children usually don't fight wars of their own accord. I think the argument here would be the adults have made their mind up. This generation is fucked. Let's let's dedicate our time to the one that we can save and continue letting these people kill each other in the streets. It's not my problem. I'm saving the kids. To be I'm fair, the hero of here. the two options so far, I'm leaning towards this one. Send in the police. You're leaning towards this one. You sure you aren't flying towards this one in comparison? I th- I'm pretty sure I'm already standing on top of this one, yeah. looking at the other one in the distance. <laughs> yes, yeah, good. Um, option number three. A quiet old man stands up to speak. No, I may be a quiet old man. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe that these ethnic disputes are, are none of the government's business. It's not our, our war anyway, so it's, it's not our problem. I, I'm, I'm sure if you leave it alone, it'll, it'll work itself out. Just think of the, of the money that would be saved if the, if the police didn't have to be paid to deal with this. Literally let them kill each other. Is that your final option? No, oh, I have okay. a fourth. Oof, yeah, you've not had a... <laughs> number two is still pretty far in front. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, this is literally just keep, keep the police out of the ghettos and criminals killing criminals or... Uh, whatever racist term you want to insert, killing whatever racist term you it's want to insert. It's not great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that I think back and vague, vague memories, I may have gone that option. Because it's you letting did. them do what they want yeah. and saying, if they want to do this, they're all participating. Mm. Let's step out the people that don't they're want to do it. They're all participating and everyone needs a hobby, right? <laughs> well, they're making a choice to continue their war. I, 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 I'm guessing this is what I did. I can't remember what they I did. They are also literally hurting other people. But they're all hurting each other back, so I feel like they're consenting <laughs> to it. What's option oh, four? I'm I see. Curious. So they're consenting to be killed. Is this is this Newton's rule of fighting? <laughs> Where if somebody punches you in the face, your face hits He's their fist their with fist. equal with yeah. equal force? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I haven't checked the numbers, but... <laughs> it's not our war! It's not our war! Cries infamous Zane Australia-born fascist Bajrakit Yaba Tano. Badra Kitiyaba, ta- yeah, okay, I got it right the first time. Well, maybe it's time they it became our war. 
uh, Australia should take a more active, and by active I mean hostile, role in international politics. The ethnic squabbling will be over when the war is over, and we can end that war and purge the impure, twirling toward the future. Ziggs in Australia. <laughs> so we didn't get better. Uh, <laughs> That's basically the old quiet old man's idea, yeah. except you just get rid of half the people. And you assist them in that with, but, uh, no, this is, with all this the same Australian this weapons. This is taking the internal conflict between yep. cultural groups and making yep. it an external conflict against cultural no, groups of, in other countries. Instead of letting them all kill each other... We're killing them. You're picking one side and yeah. killing the rest. Is that your final option? That's my final option. It's option two by default yeah. because it's not crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, also doesn't... Address the problem in its immediacy. Well, okay, so option number three implies that the police are dealing with this in status quo. Yep. And that if you were to recall them or exclude them from that area. So option number two is just extra on top of police trying to educate about not killing each other (laughs) for whatever ridiculous reason, cultural heritage. As far as public education is concerned, when you're dealing with ing- immigrants from a different culture, mm-hmm. that actually makes sense mm. to, to to take something or establish some sort of fund and then teach them about our culture. Somebody has to do that, and if the government is in charge of the border, I think it's fair that they should at least have some responsibility in, in passing along this cultural knowledge, that this is the way things are done here. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for multiculturalism, but like... There are laws that are being broken that we need to oh, stop being broken. You step outside of your house and in, into the in, in, into the public uh, public area. That's where you have to behave in this way. I'm glad that you all seem to be encouraging me to go for the reasonable option. Um, oh wait, no. Let me devil's advocate. Too late. Kill everyone. Kill everyone <laughs> because then there's um, less people. In classic <laughs> nation state style. Children are brainwashed at a young age to accept yep. love and peace as a way of life. And honestly, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate that idea. Uh, public school scores, top honours, tourism industry braces for influx, comedy drama rule box office as action flicks fail, and socialists welcome increased public spending. Uh, biggest up is public education at 1.1%. That's actually pretty big considering how high yeah, it was oh yeah. already. Um, Inclusiveness, uh, government size, intelligence, tourism, pacifism, average income, economic output, and scientific advancement all up between 0.1 and 0.9 of a percent. Biggest down is youth rebelliousness at 33.3%. So that's a big one. Yeah. But then it drops right off down to crime being down 0.8 of a percent, uh, including average disposable income, welfare, Cheese exports and agriculture all down between 0.1 and 0.6 of a percent. So youth rebelliousness, my kids are better behaved. Good. And you know what they say about children? They're small adults. Oh, so wait, this program didn't extend just to immigrants. It was to all school children. Apparently, yeah. Apparently I'm brainwashing all children to accept peace and love. Actually, just teaching it to immigrant children would have been the wrong option, right? Because then they would have had to have classes just for foreigners. That that feels like a weird in school segregation that would have had to have occurred for that. Saying that you 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 people are naturally violent. So let's take you to the non-violent. <laughs> like that would yeah. You have to teach every, you have to do it okay, to everyone. Yeah. My issue is called imitation station, and it rhymes. So you know it's going to be a juicy one. 
While chauffeuring you to work this morning, your driver notified you of a recent spike in motorized vehicle accidents. That's right, phone. Just turn off for some reading from you. You're okay. Thanks. I he, will turn off. Thanks, phone. <laughs> he says that the cause of several the cause is several distracting radio advertisements. One ironically telling drivers to buckle up. These ads include sounds of screams, screeching tires, honking horns, and police sirens, causing confusions for drivers on the road. Actually, this is a genuine pet peeve of mine. When of the sirens, sc- screeching tires and horns yeah. and, and things on the radio when, when you're driving. Yeah. It's, it's actually stupid, right? I don't listen to the radio any other time, only when I'm driving. And I don't think I'm out of place in, in suggesting that most people also listen to the radio that that way. And I've always got the siren ones when they go off on <laughs> the radio station I listen to occasionally. And it's always like you do like a double take to be like, Absolutely. am I being pulled over or do I need to give way to something? Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. You can't simply restrict our right as businesses to use a simple sound, complained CEO of Ads For You Inc., Hillary McBoatface while a Vuvuzela quartet plays a section of tunes in the background. That was was a lot to unload. These noises help us draw in our audience's attention and get them ready to listen better. Plus, if a few commuters get into a fender bender, then that's good for auto repair businesses, right? And... Mortuaries, I guess? (laughs) Yeah, no, if you you just, like, give out free guns and say... Two points for every person you kill. That's going to be great for the funeral industry. Yeah, oh yeah. it's really yeah. boosting the economy. Yeah, I mean, think of all the florists. Think of all the orders they'll get. And if I just don't count them, my death rate stays the same. Mm-hmm. So we should just ban the census while we're doing this. <laughs> Option two. <laughs> if you let them use these sounds, millions will die. Screams <laughs> histrionic commuter Mark Solo. Okay, I admit I can't provide evidence for that. But this is a definite, <laughs> definitely a public safety concern. And it's common sense that there'll be deaths on the road for this. And surely, safety is your number one priority, right? Adverts should be screened for distracting noises. No. Super vague. No. I would ban, I would literally, I would ban the, like, the noises that were listed in the, in, the, in the intro to this. I would ban like sirens, screeching tires, crashing That's sounds. totally the wrong move. Because people are welcome to turn off their radios or switch stations. I just don't to like a station the, that doesn't play advertisements with screeching tires. How are you going to know until it happens? And then when, when it's happening, you've heard it in the car. They will, they will seek mean, it out. But it's not like the sound plays immediate accidents happen everywhere. It's if, if, if it's like a sound happens and then they get shocked and they're like, oh, I don't like that at all, then they can turn it off. People yeah. can do whatever they want no, as long as it's not hurting it is, it is genuinely distracting when it does happen but no more than an actual screeching tire or actual siren would be. It's just disappointing when you realise, oh no, I've been fooled. It's, it's the advertisement. I feel like and then I actually you know, have, have, have a lesser opinion of, of the advertisers. See, I wasn't I'm actually, less likely to buy their product. So yeah. take that, advertisers. Stop putting screeching tyres and car horns in your own adverts. See, I was not ad- advocating that option only because it's super vague of screened for distracting noises. And I guarantee it's going to be like, music banned from radio, just monotone grandmas reading poetry. It's exactly right. Because yeah. it's once, really you, vague. once you open that door, yeah, all sorts of other, other, other um, regulations and other sounds can be, can be piled in there because it's already cracked open. Mm. You've already got that avenue. My final option. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Let's slow down here, people, says the grumpy middle-aged woman, Sheila Boothroyd. There is an incredibly easy solution here, and that's just not to allow radios or any other audio systems into cars. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, take even more choice away. Think about it. No more young drivers sharing the latest chart tunes at full volume, and they drive through town centers as as they type. Oh, God, I cannot read tonight. I'm having Mm. a bad week. You're having a bad world, America. Yep. Uh, sharing the latest chart tunes at full volume as they drive through town centers. No more screaming toddlers demanding that nursery rhymes are on endless loop or long car journeys. What's to stop them from just singing it? <laughs> yep. Bands singing and all happiness for that matter. Band music. And no more sad Ten sounds. Ban any displays of public joy. I think so. And no more sad songs making you want to hard turn left into oblivion when you're driving along the clifftop. Wait, is that one just me? I wish it was you. Um, yeah, I guess I'm going option one because it's Is good. there any options? That's it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the right option. So number one is to not do anything and let everything carry on as it is, as, as, as annoying as it is. But it makes, the ending is like... We want accidents, right? Is like the guy saying, like, it's good for the auto industry, right? I'm like, that's, <laughs> I don't want to promote people getting hurt. But it's also, it might, it might be causing accidents, but people are, can turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people can, can drink uh, as much soft drink as they want. They, maybe they will die of heart disease. Like they can stop at any time that they want. People are also welcome to drink alcohol, but when they step into a car, they assume a lot of liability. Mm. See, my heart is actually with number two, but it's just so open-ended that it's going to take away so many things. So I'm going to go number one because number two is just the potential for what it could ban is just more than I'm willing to give it. But if it was literally just banning those five sounds, in a heartbeat, they'd be gone. Drivers regularly pull over for non-existent police sirens. (laughs) Suckers, that just lets me (laughs) and my my non-radio speed on by. (laughs) Helping less fortunate, a national duty. Citizens agree. Retail industry reports surging sales, best of missed connections, and latest economic data shows surge in manufacturing. And it sure does. I got a lot of ups, guys. Good. Uh, Retail up 15%. Wow. Um, Automobile manufacturing up 8%, along with general manufacturing. Are we to presume that, or to interpret this as an endorsement by the government of these sounds and adverts? Sure. No, I, w- I, I would just think that... I can't imagine not regulating something would have the effect of boosting retail yeah. by 15%. I think it's just... Uh, it would have to be some sort of ratification that it's okay. Or an increase in advertising. In yeah, advertising as well, yeah. Yes, yeah. but yeah. But, because but that, this, I- this issue is now out of the way, they can do whatever they want. The, and it's never going to come into question. Yeah. Understood. Um, so economic freedom and black market up 3%. Uh, average disposable income, average income of the rich, wealth caps and rudeness up two. Um, I'm not going to go into the ones. There's a lot of them. How dare you? <laughs> my my entire life is the one percent. Fine. Average income. You don't have to. Economic output. Freedom from taxation. Economy. Averageness and employment all up one percent. Downs. Health. Fourteen percent. Because I kind of said, "Hey, let's kill people." Um, yep. But think of all the retail. Think of all the extra It's funny, they went down and up almost the same. (laughs) Um, Ideological radicality down 3%. Authoritarianism and income equality down 2%. And then finally, taxation and weather 
down one. I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna shoot this up as a loss. I think that this was the this what there were no good choices there for, in my opinion. And That's true. I don't think this one was as successful as it was negative. No, and yeah. there's a lot of personal responsibility that isn't being addressed in that. Yeah. People are responsible for their own behavior. But that's why I'm there to be like, mm, you can drink the poison. No, 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 it's you, allowed, but maybe, hear me out, drink some apple juice. You can't regulate people's responsibility when they're driving. That is completely up to them. Thing. And you can't be a nanny state. Like a nanny state sounds great, but people are going to find ways to hurt themselves. I want them hurting themselves to be an active choice though. It is. Listening Get to Spotify. the radio. <laughs> yeah. You, you listen to a CD. Yeah. I, I don't think you should have any responsibility in in um, in assuming any anything about them hurting themselves. Like whether or not they, they hurt themselves should not be the business of the government. It's whether they've hurt somebody else and whether they're responsible for, for something uh, de- detrimental that they should be held to account for. And that's why I put so much focus into my public health care because if people do hurt themselves, I want there to be... I, I know I'm not going to keep everyone alive... But I want there to be as big of a safety net for them in the event, though. Yeah, I can't stop them not, from killing. Well, that's why you, that's that's why you have public call. health. That's what I'm saying. I can't stop them from hurting themselves, but all I can do is, to the best of my power, offer a system there that will try and keep them from being successful with that. Yeah. I mean, if you really, wanted, the only way if you you really wanted to to fix that problem, you should have banned car radios. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. (laughs) If you want everyone to be as focused on driving as possible, car radios. And then tanks you, and, illegal. But It'd then be silly you have to, to ban radios. If then, tanks you, are... then you have to uh, put blinkers on them so that they can only look forward. And then you have. You to, know what would be yeah. really safe if we built everybody their own private road to wherever they need to go. Only they're allowed to use it. That way, there can be no accidents whatsoever. Yes, yeah, so do that. We can even install rubber wheels on the side. Right, that's and what big I want. Barriers on the side, so they literally cannot turn off this road, and they have to end up wherever they end up. You haven't said the magic word yet. Marshmallow cars, <laughs> cars made of marshmallows. I mean, pushing it last week, I push it this week. Ants, Seb. Just think about the ants. What if we recruit the ants? What do you mean recruit the ants? Maybe, maybe you guys aren't with it, but we can use <laughs> ants. Ants are like my family. I have a big issue. Please, genuinely big issue. A judge from Andropolia City recently promised significantly reduced jail time for criminals who volunteer to undergo surgical sterilization. Ooh. Ten inmates have already agreed to go through with the procedure, and opponents are urging you to step in before more decide to go under the knife. I, just right off the bat, I don't understand how voluntary sterilization would somehow make you less responsible, less liable for the crimes you have committed? Okay. I'm with Zane on this because I think we're ready to say exactly what I was going to say. The logic here. They're not talking specifically about rape crimes or sexual crimes. No, 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 no. So this has nothing to do with crimes being committed now. No, this is crimes being committed in 20 years. People who commit crimes, usually from lower income uh, households, 
if they're not having children, there won't be children around in 20 years who have grown up to commit crimes. No, crime is not hereditary. Actually, not hereditary. But you've said it yourself. That was the one thing that... The, it was one stat that's directly correlated to crime. And I think it was IQ, right? IQ is, and, and is, is a great uh, uh, indicator of, of future, future criminality. But the best one is whether or not you grew up in a single parent household. Okay, but let's run on the IQ train because it serves because my narrative. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, could fi- what could help increase IQ for poor, for, for poor, poor families? No. A good public health? No. Uh, public, no. Um, but you don't have one. No. You don't have this. No, education does not influence IQ. What would you your say IQ, does? Your IQ is more or less, for the most part, set at the genetic level. You cannot mm. will people to be smarter. That's... And IQ suspect. And IQ doesn't. No, IQ does not change over your lifespan. There's no way to measure that because the IQ tests that exist currently <laughs> are very socially biased. It's it's not the basis of thinking. It it is structures of thinking. Yes, that's exactly yeah. right. So it is people who you can definitely train yourself for it's an a- IQ test. You can spend time in school training for the kind of questions that you get in an IQ test and train yourself to think that way. If someone is intelligent, is very smart, but has only ever been taught how to be a carpenter and they're given the same test, they're not going to do as well, even if they are intrinsically as smart given the same opportunities. No, well, that entirely depends on whether or not the test makers... Yes, are, and that's what I'm saying. Are trying to be... Currently... Are, are trying to get an honest there's result. No, there's no honest result... IQ test. If, if you are testing everyone in the Australian education system for their IQ, then that is a fair test because they've all had exposure to the same opportunity. This may be a debate we have to have at another time. We may, but I feel like it's directly <laughs> tied to this issue. Quite possibly. Number one, I don't see a cause for concern here, declares the infamous Judge Rajesh Clinton, notorious for being tough on crime. It is a fact that the children of criminals are very likely to become criminals themselves. Hmm. I want to end the cycle of children being born in these despicable, horrible and awful places. I want to put an end to the violence, theft, rape and gangster music in my community. Besides, it's not as if I'm focusing them, forcing them to do this. All that swing music. Ugh. <laughs> Criminals make their own choices and this is a choice that will benefit both the individual and society. An interesting proposal. Well, it's true. A person who is... Comfortable committing crimes is more likely to raise a child also comfortable committing crimes. I don't think that's necessarily true. It's not necessarily true, but the trend is definitely that. It's the same way as a Christian parent is more likely to have a Christian child than a Muslim parent. Well, of course they're going to have... Because it's going to be indoctrination. Yeah, they're going to have Christian children, but those children become adults and... And are more likely to be Christian than Muslim. (laughs) No religion is the biggest current trend yeah in, I'm, in I'm not saying that but like if your parents have a certain amount of, if you if you grow up in a house that serves only marmite and not vegemite mm-hmm. you because you're more, a sociopath you <laughs> are more no no this is the only thing that you've been uh yeah you're a, come from a long line of sociopaths <laughs> you are you are more likely as an adult to prefer yeah. marmite over vegemite and if you are grown up in a in a situation where it is like okay Daddy's going to go out rob some cars so that you can have some toys for Christmas. If that's part of your your moral upbringing, going like, well, I get a reward if Dad commits some crime, so maybe crime isn't always bad. 
you're more likely to carry that through. Whereas if you're not brought up but in that situation... Crime isn't spoken openly like that. It's not... Ah, uh, okay. All right. so? Yes. Having grown up in Bundaberg, yes. What, and people not, not out, out in the open not proclaim, theft. I paid for this through theft? Not theft, but definitely drugs. Yeah. Definitely drugs. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting growing, crime selling, yeah, yeah. consuming, very illegal things, but o- openly spoken about in trusted circles and in families included. Illegal only because of an arbitrary line as to which drugs are legal and which drugs aren't. I mean, what crimes are these people committing? I assume well, no, are they, no, are they, theft, are they theft is very different from selling but something is, that's is this specifically banned. theft or is it in, does it include drugs? It just said criminal. It just says crimes. Yeah, it's all crimes. So it depends on yeah, which, I mean, you have very, very few but the judge, crimes, very few and far The judge crimes. certainly cited violent crimes and, and, and theft. Yeah. Among, and gangster music, of course. Swing music. Swing musicians <laughs> do need to be disciplined. <laughs> Number two. This almost certainly does force prisoners to undergo a procedure. Retorts, no, it doesn't. It's voluntary. Retorts Weena Kane, a former inmate turned masseuse. Mm-hmm. The incarcerated will do everything they can to get out of the least, to get the least amount of time even if that means agreeing to a procedure, they would never do otherwise. No. That's a, that's a choice they're making. Yeah. Do I have to explain why it's wrong for the government to sterilise people? The judge probably isn't even allowed to do this sort of thing. And if he is, it definitely should be illegal. What we need to do is give the incarcerated more choices in what they can do in prison. Like maybe a good massage every once in a while. Okay. That sounds like a veiled subsidy. I'm probably off. Miss Wiener Kane. Wiener Kane? Oh, I'm a bit off topic here, but with the sterilization process in general, would that have any effect on like a cutoff of hormones to this person? Yeah. So in theory, if we're stereotyping them, well, they are men in this case, cut down to their testosterone, could we see potentially see a decrease from violent crimes like being repeated by them? Just you know what? The cutoff for those. Let's play this out to its logical conclusion. <laughs> Is it no? And at birth, right? Take, Sterilize everyone. Yep. Take a sperm sample. Of, of, of young men and castrate them immediately, preventing them from ever going through puberty and having those violent tendencies that testosterone brings. Doesn't that sound like a good idea? No, also I, prevent I, I still women from I going th- through puberty so that they don't get irrational. Am I right? <laughs> so my stance on this is everything that you've listed, not just them, but in general, is crazy. I was just <laughs> saying, is there another angle on this about not only not passing on the potential to commit further crimes to their there children. There could be, but no but one's bringing that up. So. I'm bringing that up. Where's my option? Well, let's see. This is a. Th- there is a third option. Maybe it's about balls. Could <laughs> the whole thing's about balls? <laughs> Maybe it's about the balls I'm talking about. The judge has something right. Grants Tarquin Clinton, a warden of the Andropolia City Correctional Facility, who speaks loudly to compensate for carrying a small stick. We give too dang much freedom to them prisoners. What we need to do is take the whole choosing part out and sterilise all of them. Yeah, I thought it was a compromise. Nah, well. We once, have our winning answer. <laughs> once they commit a crime, they lose all their privileges, like the ability to get pregnant or say no. Or say no, oh, yep, to the sterilisation. Mm-hmm. I thought this was even darker for a second. That's plenty dark, thank you very much. That's I thought they went dark. darker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the options are to allow and not step in the way of voluntary sterilisation. It's voluntary. For reduced, yep, for reduced I mean, prison sentence. I'm going to argue it's not voluntary, but we'll get there. D- well, hold on. The second option is to outlaw it because it has the potential to be interpreted as involuntary. 
And the third one is just to mandate sterilization for all criminals. Yep. So I'm in the outlaw camp. I don't like this idea. And it's voluntary to say, and yes, I agree. There is a moment from before they do this to when they do this where they have said, I'm in. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. So there, yes, technically, there is a moment where they make a decision. Mm-hmm. I think when the option is serving time or freedom, that decision is way too coerced. Okay, then. hold on. Let's let's say if you were convicted of burglary. Thank you for picking a nice safe crime. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, uh, a non-violent crime, but one with a definite definite victim. I'm a cat a burglar hand. in this example. Okay. I never hurt anyone. So you've been well. You did. You stole things from them. Yeah, but right? I didn't hurt them. Well, you, I'm not a violent guy. I just wanted to steal the vase. You took their productivity. I took their vase. Right. You have the option to serve out. Five years. It's a big vase. Right? 18 months, whatever whatever the sentence would be for the burglary. For, of a vase, yeah. Right? Uh, we'll reduce that by two-thirds if we can cut off your hand. One hand. As a symbol of your commitment to never commit this crime again, we will reduce your sentence down to a year and two-thirds. I don't... From, from five. I don't like this. When you put someone's freedom... No, okay, no, no. Sorry, we You're welcome to choose. You're welcome to serve out the five... Or you can show us that you're willing not to commit this crime, which you did commit, and you you know went into that voluntarily. So if you want to not serve all the five years, show us that you mean it and put your hand on the chopping block. This is actually somehow a worse example than what the, what can, the issue you've received can is. Can I give an analogy? You've committed a crime. What, your what, options are... What crime did I commit? I need to be in character. <laughs> you stole a million dollars. Oh man, I'm going to retire. No, you're not. You were caught. caught. <laughs> oh no, I got caught. And your options are, dear Mr. Bank Owner, I here's a million dollars. Don't ask questions. <laughs> your your options are: you have to give all the money back and twenty years in prison, or two years in prison and a one hundred thousand dollar fine. Um, okay, obviously, okay. That means you. That means that you're paying eighteen hundred dollars a year for eighteen years of your life. When it comes to money, this is a voluntary process. Yeah. So instead of you spending time in prison, you're paying a fine, which is then being given to a doctor to give you a vasectomy, so you won't reproduce. I absolutely, see your point. But for me, I would say a fine is completely different to, in this case, sterilization. I think that that the sterilization camp has upped this to a point. I think it's ridiculous. I would never agree to it to reduce a prison sentence. Me, I would stern? absolutely not. Sure, I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My point is when you have someone's freedom on the line, it's and it's, 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 it's just a, it's a dark step as well. Listen, like, you're talking what kind of society are you promoting? No, no, you have to keep you this sterilize in, your criminals. You have to keep this, this in rehabilitating context, them. That we're not talking about freedom. These are people who have uh, who have violated somebody else's freedom in some way, and now they are being punished for it. And as a consequence of that punishment, they are given the option to reduce that punishment if they undergo some irreversible procedure on their own body. And you have to remember, Andropoli's prisons are luxury prisons. Oh, that changes things. No. They're luxury <laughs> prisons and they, they, they are choosing. They, they under no onus to take the castration option. They can go and spend as much time as they're sentenced to in prison doing whatever they do in prison, rehabilitation or what have you. It's just... They can choose that option 
Or another option. It's just like your issue. They could choose to listen to the radio and possibly die in a car crash, or they can choose not to listen to the radio. The final point I'll say to this, my, my issue isn't with sterilization. My issue isn't with the hand being chopped off. My issue is with them being given a choice. If you want to sterilize your criminals, that is the punishment. No, I you, don't. No, no. I mean, yeah. if you want to, then you don't give them jail time or sterilization, like with a choice. You give them jail time or sterilization. You pick one. Why? They are all the same because you're not making them put their freedom on the line. You pick the punishment. You don't no, give them the choice. There's no. Why, why do you think their freedom is being violated? You're putting someone in an impossible situation where they can get off free by mutilating themselves effectively. No. You either mutilate them and make that it's your problem that's in your hands, or you give them time. Yeah, I think I think it's a ridiculous proposal. I agree. But it's the choice is the issue for yeah. me. Not not the options. It's the choice. It's the fact that there's a decision that they get to make. Well, so, so what you're saying is you should literally take away their freedom in that for these crimes, you lose your, your testicles. Yes. Instead of, for these crimes, you can go to prison or lose your testicles. You get to choose. What would you choose? <laughs> How is that a better option? Because I, in this situation, you're comfortable with castrating people. Yeah. That's you doing it. Yeah. That's totally fine. This is government mandated. You're already doing it. It's not like saying, oh, you're going to prison and we're going to castrate you. Surprise. <laughs> it's like, no, we're doing this and this is the choice. What you're saying is we should, we're doing this and you're losing your testicles regardless. Okay. You don't have a choice yeah. in the situation. So, Seb America, prisons are all about rehabilitation, getting people, get that revolving door going, getting people back <laughs> into society. Say Australia doesn't have prisons. Yep. Actually, do I? I'm, I'm 100% sure I do. But if I did, that's how they'd work. I'm just uncomfortable with making people cause a physical sacrifice to themselves. Either make that the punishment or not. You shouldn't have to put people in a situation after they've been convicted to mm -hmm. then make another choice. They're guilty. They're done. They're in jail. Their, their punishment is commencing. There should not the be time. another layer on that. Deals are made all the time after you're convicted. But how to lessen your sentence, good behavior, par parole. Thing. It's not, prison is not a, a set and dumb thing unless... It, you've committed such a heinous crime that the judge says you are not eligible for parole. Yep. And that is outlined. So it's not going to be like, oh, you shoplifted. We're taking your testicles now. <laughs> like, I don't understand how you... That would be arbitrary. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand how this is a, a negative because no one's being forced to do it. A criminal is being punished and they can choose into less than one punishment by choosing another. I just feel like they don't really have a, a real choice here because of... Of course they're gonna. Of course they do. When they're facing forty years of prison. But we've already seen Sam. You and I would have different answers to this situation. If we were going to prison for the exact same crime, I would choose the castration. You would not. That that's a benefit to the choice right there. I didn't say that I wouldn't choose it. You did. I said I wouldn't. <laughs> would you not choose it? How much time am I looking at serving? Twenty years. <laughs> then I feel like the choice has been made for me. Well, then the choice is being made for you. Yeah, but and it's going to be but it's going to be different for every person. Oh, for twenty years though, <laughs> how many vases did I steal? A million. You were, you were prolific. <laughs> a dollar each. Yes, that's how I got them. All right, it's being. We need to end this episode. It's God being damn. implemented. Wait, which one? Serial killers who are released early distribute death, but not with their seed. 
What? They're back on the streets murdering. Yeah, but yeah. that's not yeah. even a sentence. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah, serial killers who are released early distribute death, but not their seed. Okay. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Is death meant to be a flower in this in this case? I don't, know. I don't get it. They still deal in death, so they haven't been rehabilitated. Yeah, yeah, but death then, rhymes with mouth. No, no. But then the next time they're caught and convicted, right? Mm-hmm. We take a leg. Well, no, they you, just you can't castrate them twice. That's it. They're serving the twenty years now. Yeah. What if the castration failed? Actually, even more. So they're like double it's jeopardy. A, it's a reoffense. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be. I can't be sent to jail for drugs. I already yeah. lost my testicles. <laughs> the cops like, well, boys, you heard him. Release him. Yeah. <laughs> it's free to go. The Andropoli Sentinel reports jobless numbers grow. Uh, that's not good. Engine room of economy ticking over nicely. The most supreme magnificent overlord honoured with a new statue. I think this makes number seven. <laughs> and Andropolia's natural beauty, how to find it. Public health care up 33%. You're welcome. In, yeah, you're, in, you're investing in surgeries. Mm. We yeah, got them, boys. We tricked them. <laughs> Corruption, unfortunately, up 17.5%. Government yeah. size up one. And social conter- conservatism up 1%. So they're cutting off the actual... Cast- castration is remove, removal of the testicles. Does yeah. the ball no, sack get is, removed this or is, just no, the actual is, is no. clip? This the is chemical sterilization. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say you could store drugs it's in not there. A, so they're yeah. just infertile. You've just given them some yeah. sort of ball sack kangaroo pouch for their drugs now. <laughs> no. That's not, that's not how testicles work, Seb. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's how they work in this story. It has had a marginal effect on crime, uh, down uh, three quarters of a percent. But inclusiveness down 2%, weaponization down 25 as is pacifism, compassion down 4%, and niceness, the big loser, down 18%. Mm. People, I suppose don't, that's people big... don't like it when you cut off their testicles. Well, they're grumpy. Yeah. yeah. But hey, they did it voluntarily. They did it. They, they shouldn't chose have, it. They shouldn't have chosen it if they didn't want to. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. That Criminals. Was so long. Whew. Okay, so you can find us on Twitter, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us at a home of the web, that's not canon.com forward slash a new world order. If you want to become one of the best people in the world, you just have to go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash a new old order. That's where you will get one in every five episodes that we record after we get back from this little mid-season bonus series. Uh, and yeah, that's it. I've been Chancellor Zainsi Weber of the National Council of Zainsi Australia, toiling forever towards an increasingly populated in Zainsi Australia future. I've been your dog Dracula hybrid, Sebastian. <laughs> Look at me like that. Sebastian of the United States of World America. Um, fight for your dreams, and your dreams will fight for you. And I've been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans fertility. Till next time, everyone. How can this be for the greater good? (laughs) Shut it! (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.